Georgia versus Ohio State in the Peach Bowl. It seems like people either think Ohio State is going to lose this game close or they're going to get blown out in this matchup. My question for Ohio State's offense is, how are you going to find a way to slow down this monster that is Jalen Hemothy Carter? I was supposed to record this preview and prediction a couple hours ago, but I spent two and a half hours watching Jalen Carter film. This guy is one of one. And for Ohio State, I don't know how the hell you are going to plan on stopping this guy. I saw a clip going around on Twitter from last year's semifinal matchup between Georgia and Michigan, and there was a play where there were literally like three or four guys on Michigan's offense all trying to block Jalen Carter. Not only did he manhandle every single one of them, but he still got in on the play. This dude is like an unstoppable train. You guys ever seen that movie called Unstoppable with the train that can't be stopped? And there's nobody driving it and it has like all these crazy chemicals and stuff on it. And they got to try to find a way to slow it down and stop it. That's Jalen Carter. He's the train from that movie. For Ohio State, if you can't figure out a way to slow him down, you're going to be in for a very long afternoon because he's one of those kind of players that can just wreak havoc on you and take over a game. For C.J. Stroud, he's not the most mobile quarterback. And you saw what Jalen Carter did to LSU in the SEC championship game. The dude damn near power slam Jaden Daniels with one arm. This dude is insane. I don't know what God is doing in heaven when it comes to creating these Georgia defensive linemen. You just had Jordan Davis last year. Now we're talking about Jalen Hemothy Carter. Ohio State's offensive line is really good though. They have only given up eight sacks all year. So their offensive line is just as good as Georgia's offensive line when it comes to how they have performed this season. You look at Paris Johnson at left tackle. He is projected to be a top 15 pick. There are a lot of mock drafts who have him going in the top 10. But I do wonder... How are you going to try to keep Jalen Carter from just taking over this game? C.J. Stroud, he's not the most mobile. So if you see him coming, you're either doing one or two things. You either got to throw that football or you got to try to pick up yards as fast as possible. Because when this dude Jalen Carter is coming at you, he's coming at you very fast, very quickly. And boy, against LSU, some of these running backs were very fortunate that Jaden Daniels and Gunnar Nussmeyer decided to keep the football because Jalen Carter, he was coming. And he was coming up right through the middle about to lay the right stick down. Ohio State's wide receivers against Georgia's secondary is probably going to be one of the biggest talking points in this game outside of the battle of the defensive line of Georgia versus the offensive line of Ohio State. Ohio State's wide receivers are fantastic. You have Marvin Harrison Jr., who is widely considered to be the best wide receiver in college football. Emeka Abuka, Julian Fleming, these guys can get it done. Ohio State is third in college football and yards per pass. But you're playing against a Georgia defense that also is pretty stout. And if you're a Georgia fan, you're going back and you're saying, JT, you remember what people were saying for the whole entire week leading up to that Tennessee game, 
Oh, look at the receivers, man. Georgia isn't going to be able to slow down Cedric Till Tillman and Jalen Hyatt. Oh, Hidden Hooker, he's having a Heisman-like season. He's going to dot Georgia's defense up. And Will Muschamp, Kirby Smart, they just absolutely shut down and neutralized Tennessee's offense. Now, of course, Tennessee did have a couple of plays that they left on the field there were a couple of missed throws that Hendon Hooker wasn't able to connect on you had a good amount of penalties and Tennessee just got rattled in that game but that's not the first team with the elite offense that Georgia has been able to shut down during the regular season they also shut down Oregon the first game of the season and yes you can say well JT Oregon probably is a better team now compared to what they were at the start of the season. Okay, but you still have to give Georgia credit for that. This defense has proven when they are matched up against some of the best offenses in America, they show up and they show out. But I do have some matchups or one matchup in particular that I'm really excited about. And you Georgia fans already know. You're probably rolling your eyes. You know what's coming. You guys already knew I had to talk about it. Come on. Marvin Harrison versus Keely Ringo. I want to see it. I have to see it. There are a lot of Georgia fans who believe that Keely Ringo is one of, if not the best cornerback entering the 2023 NFL draft if he does decide to declare. Now listen, Keely Ringo is a really good player, but I don't think he's as good as what a lot of Georgia fans make him out to be yes he is really good inside the red zone this dude is an athletic freak you don't find too many corners who are 6'2 205 pounds and run a 4-3-5 in today's age in football most of the times you're probably going to find a cornerback running a 4-3 that's 5'10 or 5'11 Keely Ringo is an athletic freak but when it comes to his technique and how he has performed this season He's been fairly inconsistent. He, he has some good moments, and he has some moments that make you go, Keely, what were you doing? So I'm really excited to see how he handles the matchup of Marvin Harrison and how Marvin Harrison handles the matchup of Keely Ringo. Marvin Harrison, this guy is a freaking GOAT. Not only can this dude run past you with speed, but he can get up on you. He can moss you. He can beat you underneath. Bubble screens, slants. Like, there is nothing that Marvin Harrison Jr. cannot do. And we talk about what Ohio State has to do to slow down this monster that is Jalen Carter. But what is going to be the game plan for Kirby Smart and defensive coordinator Will Muschett when it comes to slowing down or trying to contain Marvin Harrison? If you can take Marvin Harrison out of this game... And only have to worry about Ibuka and Julian Fleming. That is going to be a huge plus for Georgia's defense. And I think that Georgia's cornerbacks match up very well against Emeka Ibuka and Julian Fleming. Not trying to take anything away from those guys. I think those guys also are more than capable of being able to do damage against Georgia's secondary. But Georgia has a lot of high caliber elite level players when it comes to their secondary. Yeah, regardless of how you may feel about Keely Ringo, he's not doo-doo. You get what I'm saying? He has his moments. He has some good plays, but he also has a lot of bad plays as well. But at the same time, you look at Tyke Smith, you look at Kamari Lassiter. 
I mean, there are some really stout corners on this Georgia roster. Not only are their corners pretty good, but their safety, Christopher Smith, he's outstanding. So I'm really excited to see the matchup between these wide receivers of Ohio State versus the secondary of Georgia. Now, does Ohio State need to dominate on the ground for them to have a legitimate chance at winning this game? I don't really think so. You see, with Ohio State, this is a team that many people think they can't run the football. However, they did have a good amount of success running the football against Michigan. Now, Michigan isn't the defense that Georgia is, but their defense is pretty talented, and you do have to give them a lot of props for being able to have success running the ball against Michigan. As a matter of fact, in the first half, they outgained Michigan on the ground. Now, in the second half, Michigan just was able to take over that game. Their offensive line was really able to get the best of the front seven of Ohio State. But Ohio State offensively, when it came to the production that they got out of their running backs, very impressive. Now, you have to wonder, going into this game, just how much production do you need from the run game. I don't think Ohio State needs to run for over 200 plus to beat Georgia. I don't even think they need to run for over 150 yards. I just think that you need to be able to run the football occasionally to keep Georgia off balance. All right. Now, is that going to be possible? Yes, it is. But it's going to be extremely difficult to do. We act like Ohio State doesn't have any talent up front. Ohio State has some really good guys on this offensive line. Now, are they going to have anybody on this offensive line that's capable of slowing down Jalen Carter 101? Probably not. You definitely are going to have to help out when it comes to slowing him down in that department. But you do have one of the best offensive tackles in college football and Paris Johnson, who is mocked to be going in the top 10 in the 2023 NFL Draft by many NFL Draft analysts and scouts. So this is an offensive line that, yeah, you look at the talent disparity between their offensive line versus Georgia's defensive line. I mean, Georgia's defensive line has some absolute cyborgs on it. And they're really good when they decide to send pressure as well. But you look at C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud... You know, he gets a lot of undeserving hate. It's people that question his toughness. People say he can't throw under pressure. People say he doesn't have that dog in him. You look at C.J. Stroud, you give this guy time to throw in this game, he's going to carve up this secondary. It doesn't matter how many outstanding cornerbacks you have in this game. If C.J. Stroud has time to sit back and throw the football, he's going to have a big day through the air. Not only does he have fantastic ball placement, but he also has a really good arm as well. Now, when you can get after C.J. Stroud and you get him moving outside the pocket and you can get some hits on him, he can get rattled at times. Now, it's not like the dude just completely falls apart, but when he gets a little pressure in his face, he can turn into a streaky player. He's way better not being under pressure, then he is under pressure, but who isn't at the quarterback position? That's most quarterbacks. Most quarterbacks aren't that great when they have guys in their face. C.J. Stroud, I'm expecting him to have a pretty good performance. And as a matter of fact, I'm expecting Ohio State's offense as a whole to have a good game. Now, is Ohio State going to be going up and down the field on Georgia's defense? No. 
And I don't expect Georgia's defense to have the same performance in this semifinal matchup that they had against LSU in the SEC championship game. Even Kirby Smart said that, yeah, we're going to make sure we get that fixed. And you already know what the model is when you give Kirby time to prepare. Now, my concern with Ohio State isn't about how their offense matches up with Georgia's defense. Like I said, I think that Ohio State should at least be able to put more points on the board than what Tennessee was able to do. My concern is Ohio State's defense versus the offense of Georgia. And you know, I think that a lot of Ohio State fans are being incredibly disrespectful towards the wide receiving core of Georgia. And not just Georgia, but Stetson Bennett. There are Buckeye fans out there that say, man, all we got to do is make Stetson Bennett beat us. Like what? What? Your defense is not good enough to slow down Stetson Bennett, sir. I'm sorry, but did you see how this defense played against Michigan? And a lot of Ohio State fans try to make it seem like they only lost that game to Michigan because they gave us several big plays. No, this wasn't the first occurrence of your defense giving up hella big plays. Your defense has been giving up big plays all season long. Missing tackles, coverage lapses. I mean, look at that Penn State game. Yes, Sean Clifford struggled out the gate. JTT, Zach Harrison, they got after him early. But after he was able to settle in and compose himself, he was throwing some dimes. You look at the Parker Washington 58-yard touchdown off that missed tackle. You also look at the fact that Penn State was really able to push the ball downfield on Ohio State secondary. Not just that Penn State game, but let's take it back even further. You remember Maryland? The Terps? The Terps were absolutely throwing some dimes on Ohio State secondary. To his little brother, Talia Tangvaloa, Dude went 26-36 for 293 passing yards, two touchdowns, and had a quarterback rating of 90.4. And yet, Ohio State fans think their best chance of slowing down Georgia's offense is by letting Stetson Bennett beat them? Good luck. Your safeties are... Your safeties weren't all that great against Michigan. As a matter of fact, they were getting picked on a lot. You look at the speed that Georgia has at wide receiver, I think that there's a strong chance that this secondary could once again be giving up multiple plays of 40 plus yards or more. Not just that, but really the only way I can see Ohio State's defense getting a good amount of stops in this game is if the front seven is able to play the way they did in the first half against Michigan because their front seven was really good in the first half of that game. Now in the second half, I don't really know what happened. The wheels just fell off the rails for the Buckeyes front seven. Michigan's offensive line was able to get the best of them, especially in the fourth quarter. That's when Donovan Edwards started really going to town with those two big fourth quarter runs. Ohio State's defense is talented. And it's not like your defense is bad because you don't have the talent. As a matter of fact, your defense should be one of the best in college football. If we're just looking at this thing from a time perspective, you bring in defensive coordinator Jim Knowles, who many of us thought was going to be able to turn this defense around in one year, and it's been a huge disappointment, okay? And you look at this secondary, going against these tight ends, somebody told me that Ohio State 
It's the best team in college football when it comes to slowing down tight ends and running backs of opposing teams. And I'm just thinking, how many good pass-catching tight ends has Ohio State matched up against this year? Outside of Notre Dame and Michigan, I can't really think of too many. So I'm pretty confident that Ohio State's defense, unless that pass rush is able to get after Stetson Bennett, I don't really see them getting too many stops. For Ohio State, I think your best chance of being able to get stops on Georgia's offense isn't by making Stetson Bennett beat you. Because Stetson Bennett can beat you. And I'm pretty sure he will beat you. Stop sleeping on Stetson Bennett. Stop disrespecting the mailman. Because one thing about the mailman, the mailman is always on time. He has first day shipping. And he gets these ball, he gets the balls out to these wide receivers quick, fast, in a hurry. This guy is incredible when it comes to not only reading defenses, but also when it comes to getting outside the pocket, utilizing his legs to extend plays. Ohio State, the key for your defense isn't by making him beat you through the air. The key is trying to limit his mobility. Force him to beat you from inside the pocket. Don't allow him to beat you from outside the pocket because that's kind of where he's at his best. Let him beat you from inside the pocket. Let that Georgia offensive line have to block these guys such as JTT, Zach Harrison. Ohio State has the talent to show up in this game. It's just that you just wonder, are they going to execute? That's really what it comes down to when you look at Ohio State's defense execution are you going to be able to get consistent pressure on Stetson Bennett and make him stay in that pocket and force him into a mistake are you going to be able to slow down the rushing attack of Georgia you can't go into another game align what happened against Michigan that happened in this game against Georgia because Georgia is a way better team than Michigan and they're pretty much they pretty much have similar identities they're both balanced on offense they're both, they both are explosive. They can kill you with explosive plays on the ground and through the air. You have a phenomenal group of tight ends. For Ohio State, you got to keep Stetson Bennett in the pocket, and you got to be able to slow down the run game. Make Georgia one-dimensional. And the reason why I say make Georgia one-dimensional isn't because I don't believe in Stetson Bennett. I'm telling you to make them one-dimensional because that's your best chance of winning this game because if you allow Georgia to have the run game going, they're going to control town possession. They're going to keep your offense off the field. They're going to keep that defense on the field. And Georgia is going to time of possession you to death. Georgia is one of those teams that they could get the ball with 12 minutes to go in the second quarter, and you might not get the ball again until two minutes left in the same quarter. So for Ohio State, it's really important that you don't allow Georgia to dictate this game by using the run game. You got to find a way to get Georgia into obvious passing situations and force them to beat you through the air. I don't think Ohio State wants to get into a slugfest on the ground with Georgia. As a matter of fact, that's not their strength. Okay? When you look at both sides of the football, their strength on offense is on a perimeter. Their strength on defense is in the front seven, but I think their defense is much better when it comes to getting pressure on the quarterback than it is against the run at times. Now, Ohio State's defense 
has been capable of being able to slow down the run game of opposing teams. Like I mentioned earlier, in the first half against Michigan, their run defense did a pretty good job. Don't know what happened in the second half, but if they can find out what worked in the first half and replicate that and expand on that, then that's a plus. But I just look at this receiving core of Georgia, and you look at A.D. Mitchell, who is expected to have a significant role in this game with McConkie being questionable. You also have Kiaris Jackson, Arian Smith. Georgia has some real speed demons on this team. I remember Arian Smith had like a big throw, had a big reception against Tennessee. The mailman hit him right in the breadbasket. And you look at what the receivers of Michigan were able to do to the secondary. Cornelius Johnson was absolutely torching this secondary. Not just after the catch, but downfield too. So the keys to the game for both teams, Ohio State, you can't let Stetson Bennett get outside the pocket. You got to make him beat you from inside the pocket because when he gets outside the pocket, that's where he really starts getting in his bag. Ohio State, you got to stay disciplined on defense, maintaining gap assignments, making tackles in the open field. I think that Ohio State may be one of the worst open field tackling teams that I have seen in the college football playoffs in a while. I mean, this team in the open field just gives up so many plays due to missed tackles. It's unbelievable. Like that game against Michigan, missed tackle. They had like a safety who missed a tackle, which was their last line of defense they really needed him to wrap him up he couldn't get that done like Ohio State I don't know what it is when it comes to tackling with them but wrap up it's not that hard do some Oklahoma drills do something fix the tackling like with Ohio State it's really frustrating because this defense has the capability to show up in this game the talent is there for Ohio State and I don't I don't even think nobody questions the talent it's really just the execution. Execute. Jim knows. Get these guys to execute. Do what you did at Oklahoma State, at Ohio State. I mean, come on. You have some of the most talented players in America. There's no reason for your defense to continue to get carved up the way that it has. All year long. Miss tackles and big plays off it. You got to wrap up. UGA, the Bulldogs, they got to make quarterback C.J. Stroud uncomfortable. We already know when you get pressure on C.J. Stroud, you get, in the, you get in his face, he's a different quarterback. So you have to try to slow down Marvin Harrison because you already know that's going to be their clutch. That's going to be their safety blanket. That's how they're going to try to neutralize Jalen Carter. They're probably going to try to come out, try to run some quick passes on the perimeter, maybe some bubble screens, maybe a couple of slants here and there, and try to kind of get the rhythm going. You know, C.J. Stroud, when he gets in rhythm and he gets hot, this dude, he, he becomes, he becomes mechanic-like. He becomes machine-like in a sense. This guy, when he really gets going, he kind of becomes unconscious. The dude doesn't miss. But when you get in his face, you get him rattled, he has moments where he ends up becoming incredibly streaky. And the last thing that Georgia has to do to win this game, you got to make sure that you don't have any costly turnovers. Going against a team like Ohio State, 
with this offense. Yes, your defense is good. And your defense, your defense isn't going to let Ohio State hang 40 or 50 on you. I doubt that would happen. If The most points I could see Ohio State scoring on Georgia's defense is probably 34 or 35 at most. So for Ohio State in this game, you don't want to help Ohio State by gifting them extra possessions. Because their offense is good enough to capitalize off that. I have a strong time trusting Ohio State's defense in this game okay that's why I have to go with Georgia to win and I really wanted to pick Ohio State to win this game as a matter of fact for the last two weeks I was gassing I was gassing myself up to take Ohio State but I just look at how this defense has performed all year with the missed tackles not being disciplined and yes all these things come down to execution, and they very well could fix all those things and rise up to the occasion in the biggest game of the year. But I have to go off what I've seen all year from Ohio State. And you're going against a Georgia offense that is way more explosive than what they were last year. This receiving core, I think, is being incredibly overlooked by Ohio State Buckeye fans. And if you think your best chance of winning this game is by allowing Stetson Bennett to beat you, Without your secondary has played all year, yeah, I'm pretty sure Stetson Bennett also wants to throw the football and air it out on you also if you give him the chance. And I'm pretty sure Georgia has no problem doing it. To be honest with you, I don't really think Georgia respects Ohio State secondary, and I wouldn't respect it either. It's one of the worst in college football. They give up big plays galore. You get a big play. You get a big play. You get a chunk play on the ground too also. So for Ohio State... If your whole argument is, well, JT, we didn't give up those seven, six big plays against Michigan. We probably win that game. Okay, cool. But you act like you haven't been doing it all year. That just wasn't a one-off performance. So at this point, it's kind of who you are, you know. And for Ohio State, you also got to deal with the threat of Jalen Carter, this superhuman. I'm going to take Georgia to win this game. 34 to 24 is my final score prediction in this matchup. Let me know who you guys have winning down in the comment section down below.